When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Uh, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Loves. Good to have you uh, with us on this uh, Thursday. And I can't believe this, but I'm actually doing a show on the Beatles. On the Beatles. And uh, we started off the program. You can go back and listen to it at WBEN.com. Uh, with a guy who's a Buffalo treasure. And it just so happens that I've known him for decades. Uh, Gary Astridge is the drummer for the uh, BBC, which can stand for quite a few things. But in this case, it stands for uh, <clears throat> Buffalo Beatles Connection. And uh, Gary is also um, personal friends with Ringo Starr, Ringo's official drum historian, and Ringo and Gary have a book coming out together just in time for the holidays. So, I mean, Gary is, if he's not quite in the inner circle of the Beatles, he certainly is at the periphery of the inner circle of the Beatles. I mean, the inner circle, you got to think of people like Joe Walsh, who is part of the Beatles family. Uh, but it's a very, um, it's a very closed circle. Um, it, it, it really is. And you need to, uh, you, you need to prove yourself in order to even get close. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Beatles new song was released today and by all accounts, uh, it is being listened to all over the world. No doubt, uh, no doubt here in Western New York. And uh, let's listen to now and then. And as you listen, um, and if you're just joining us, this will be new. And if you've been listening since two, you'll heard me say this before. But um, the, the part of this song where I say, whoa, this is the Beatles. You'll hear it when Paul McCartney jumps in to sing harmony with John Lennon. So let the new Beatles song play from the beginning. We'll at least give 30 or 40 seconds to it, guys. Uh, Tanner, Evan, shoot. Probably the wrong word to use leading into this vocal, but no offense intended. I know it's true. It's all because of you And if I make it through It's all because of you Ah, there it is. And now and then If we 
All right, the uh, final Beatles song uh, that has been uh, released today. Now, I'm not seeing that that is number one on uh, iTunes, but I might just be at the wrong Internet location. Uh, but uh, basically, I know how you guys love talking about music. And, you know, I if, if I thought that this topic was old fart topic, like today we're going to talk about the Beatles, tomorrow we're going to talk about Medicare Part B, um, it's time to retire. But the, uh, the, uh, the, the Beatles span the generations. And Generation Z, believe it or not, people who were born from the mid-1990s to like the mid-2010s, um, they account for a ridiculous percentage of the streaming Beatles music online. So that, to me, bespeaks a power of the Beatles music that is, um, it, it, it is transcendent. And their catalog is extensive. And, man, I like Revolver, Rubber Soul, that era is when I thought the Beatles really hit their stride. As much as when I was a kid, hearing Love Me Do from the across uh, the street neighbor's window really turned me on um, as I, and not, you know, I'm just saying, like, musically speaking, I was like, what is this magnificent sound? I've never heard anything like it. Um Although I must, I must confess, and maybe you've got your own Beatles memory, and I mean, I'm, I'm asking like a lot of questions here. Are the Beatles still relevant to you, or are, or be honest with me? When you hear the Beatles, do you automatically assume old fart music? And if you automatically assume old fart music, I want you to go to the White Album, and I want you to listen to Helter Skelter, and then play. Speaking of oldies, then go back to Nirvana and listen to Smells Like Teen Spirit or any other Nirvana song you want. And I'm telling you, there's a direct linkage between Helter Skelter and music like Nirvana. And the difference is in the 90s, it was called grunge. Uh, Helter Skelter was a heavy duty rock song. And it's uh, and, and it's still it, it stands up. Today, I mean, McCartney somehow croaks his way through that song in a lot of the shows he does. By the way, uh, Terry Pagula, I know you've got a lot on your mind right now, but Paul McCartney did promise that he'd come back to Buffalo. So since you're the man, maybe, Terry, you could get Paul McCartney to come back to Buffalo because it's time for me to spend another five grand on a concert. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've never done that before, but I will always – I'll tell you something. Just, like, we've just rambled here about uh, the Beatles, I will never, ever regret spending that money because I was able to sit four or five row center from McCartney with my mother, and the kids had seats a few rows behind us, and it is to them, like I, I can't believe, that took place back in uh, 2015, and it is one of their enduring memories uh, from that time. And look, I, I love... Um, the Beatles. I, I just, I love them. Um, George Harrison, it, George Harrison, it's, it's interesting because when you open up Sgt. Pepper, there is, uh, there are photographs of all the Beatles standing together. And I remember being a little boy and saying to my mom, okay, which one is this? Oh, that's Paul McCartney. Which one is this? That's John Lennon. Which one is this? That's Ringo Starr. Then I said, which one is this? And she had to think 
for about five, ten minutes, and she finally said, oh, that's George Harrison. And George Harrison, in so many ways, was overshadowed when he was in the Beatles until later on, Something, which was written by George Harrison, is one of the greatest selling and most acclaimed Beatles songs of all time. I mean, there is something about the Beatles, and a hey, Ringo Starr says it the best. It, there, there was a magic that is just... I don't know. It's 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 impossible to define. Look, I love Zeppelin as much as the next guy. I love Pink Floyd. I could listen to Dark Side of the Moon over and over again. Uh, in fact, Mrs. Bowerly would argue that that's probably too much true. Uh, but that's another story. I think I've destroyed Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin's cashmere for her. Uh, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. Be super cool if Robbie Takeag would call in from the Goo Goo Dolls. I, I know we've got mutual friends out there, so uh, I'd, I'd love to know his thoughts on uh, this particular uh, bit of music. Um, it is uh, Robbie in East Amherst. Robbie, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Tom. Yes, I definitely feel the Beatles are revel- uh, relevant, not only in my life, but my kids' lives. I saw the Beatles in 1965 and 1966 in Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. Yes, I'm older. And um, it- Can I touch your hand, please? Can I touch <laughs> the hem of your dress, please? Honestly, I thought everybody saw the Beatles and still, until I started getting older and, you know, saying that to people. And people were like, you saw the Beatles? And I'm like, yeah, didn't you see the Beatles? Like, I just thought everybody did. Well, you, but, you, know, the, you know the story, right? That right after Ed Sullivan, the Beatles had an offer to play Buffalo by WKBW Radio. And I think they wanted, and, and Sandy Beach would know the story better than I, I think the Beatles management wanted $3,000 for the Beatles. And the station management thought it was too much. <laughs> True. St- I oh mean, that's God. the amount might be off, but they could have played Buffalo, but they never did. That's crazy. I didn't know that, honestly. Um, but I just, I'll never forget it. I mean, it was, it impacted me. I was, I was little, littler <laughs> than my two sisters. Um, and it just continued to impact me throughout my life so much uh, that you know, we were all Beatle fans. My father was a Beatle fan. And um, when my sister passed away, one of her wishes was to have a Beatle song played at her um, funeral. And we did that. It was just... Uh, which, which one? Which one? Yeah. Um, what is in, it? In My um, Life? In was My Life. In... That was Oh, it. how did I guess that? In My Life. Yeah, that's like... That came up the other day when we did uh, Songs You Want Played at Your Funeral... And In My Life is such a beautiful retrospective piece. And on December 9th of 1980, you could not turn on a radio without hearing John Lennon singing In My Life. And, oh, my goodness, it, it very emotional. Yeah. I still I still cry when I, I hear it. And I was listening when you were uh, doing that show the other day. I almost called in then. But, um, but yeah, it's. I mean, back then, the concert was everyone screaming anyways, but it was so impactful, and I love the Beatles. What was, 
What was impactful about a concert <laughs> where all you heard was people screaming? And that's one of the reasons the Beatles stopped going on tour. The last U.S. show they played was Candlestick Park, and the last live gig they did was at the roof of the recording studio. I love, I love that whole session, by the way. Yeah, it was just, it was just cool as I got older to realize that, oh my gosh, I was in the same room as the Beatles. In fact, huh. uh, a couple hold, of years hold ago, on, my, Bobby, Bobby, I love you, but as you know, I'm a prisoner of the clock, so I will get back to you. The uh, Beatles, I, I cannot confirm uh, that uh, the new Beatles song, Now and Then, is number one on iTunes. Um, Maybe it's because I don't have an iPhone. Maybe it's just because I'm a moron. Uh, but either are possible, I suppose. Uh, but we're talking about the Beatles. Are they still relevant? Do they still matter? And um, did I mean how many? For how many of you listening, did the Beatles change your life? And you don't even have to have been alive when they were on Ed Sullivan to go back and watch the videos on YouTube and say, "Whoa." That is amazing. Let me buy a guitar. But let's get back to a woman who saw on two occasions in Toronto the Beatles. Can't believe she was in the same room with all four in all of their might and raging glory, Robbie in East Amherst. Yes, you know, and I do remember watching him on Ed Sullivan as well because my father made such a big deal about it. It was like an event. And, you know, and then seeing them going up to Toronto with signs out, you know, in the windows of our car. And it was it was like an event. It was a big deal. And my friends at the time didn't even know who the Beatles were, but my sisters and their friends knew. So, you know, I felt like I was really cool because (laughs) I was so young, but it impacted me so much. And then in 2014, my family and I went to Europe and um, we toured all around Europe, and we, of course, went to Liverpool, and we walked across Abbey Road, and we had a photographer take a picture. We have it in our, in our kitchen, um, and it was just a picture of the four of us walking across like the Beatles did, and my husband didn't have any shoes on like John, and it was just, we're just Paul. big fans. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul was not wearing I mean, shoes. Okay, Paul, you got it. Yeah, because, um, yeah, I mean, and, and basically, the the Beatles, um, for as much as uh, Paul McCartney publicly detested the rumors that he'd been decapitated in a car crash on an icy night in the UK, uh, John Lennon had fun with it as a practical joker. I think McCartney did, too. Yes, yes. I was thinking John, because the other thing that I, I think, I, you know, I clearly remember is I was talking to my girlfriend on the phone when John Lennon was shot outside of Dakota apartments. And um, I remember that, the whole, you know, notice across the TV. I think it was, there was a, I don't know if the Buffalo Bills were playing, but it was like Monday Night Football or something. I don't know. It was across the game. And I just remember that too. So, so many different things throughout my life. The Beatles have been, you know, just a big part of it. That was a tragedy. But, you know, just their music, it's forever. And my kids are so much younger, and they love their music. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just so hard to uh, believe. Actually, it was the uh, New, New England Patriots and Miami Dolphins were playing that game oh. uh, that Howard Cosell basically got the news and broke it to America. And the, the, uh, the, the thing that I will never forget personally about the night John Lennon was killed, I was upstairs. I should have been doing homework, but I had my 1972 Fender Telecaster. I wish I had that guitar back. And I was actually practicing Beatles songs upstairs. At the time, John Lennon was getting shot. How weird is that? Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. It, yeah. And, it, and somebody it, once told me, if you want to learn how to play the guitar, just learn every Beatles song there is, and you'll be pretty good. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about playing the guitar, but... <laughs> well, yeah. uh, uh, you know, if, uh, hold on, because you've, you've used a word, and I, I want to delve a little deeper into it when you say the Beatles impacted your life. I mean, how exactly did they impact your life? But I need to break here, obviously, on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, loves, the uh, Beatles dropped their final single today. It's a song called Now and Then. Um, it's kind of trippy to hear the Beatles together again for the first time since you know, 1969, 1970, that era. And uh, there are some parts of the song that, uh, you know, give me the chills. Like when McCartney joins in with Lennon on the vocals, that's like, whoa. The song itself, my opinion, it's not an A-side. It's not a B-side. It would have been hidden somewhere in the middle of uh, of the vinyl, in, in my opinion. Uh, 803, and it's better than Maxwell's Silver Hammer, okay, which John Lennon detested. 803-0930, he used to criticize McCartney for writing granny music. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Are the Beatles still relevant? I'd love to hear from younger people because Generation Z, those of you born in the mid-90s to the mid-2010s, you guys account for a very large percentage of Beatles music being streamed. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. I don't know what other band uh, has that kind of uh, track record. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Hey, Mel, Bri here. Got to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey, if you're going to puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Uh, Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
final Beatles song dropped today after a wave of publicity thanks to uh, Peter Jackson, Jeff Lynne, Giles Martin, and uh, there you have it. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you guys think of the song? Um, my opinion, it's not an A-side, it's not a B-side. It would have been somewhere in the middle of the vinyl back in the old days. I know some of you still like vinyl. I will never understand you people who are vinyl freaks, but uh, that's just me. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Are the Beatles relevant? Are the Beatles overrated? You might have been somebody... Um, who was in the minority. I mean, you might have said, oh, the Beatles suck, even when the Beatles were the bomb. Uh, maybe you were just being a contrarian. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Bobby in East Aurora, you, you, you kept saying that uh, the Beatles had an impact on you, and you haven't gone into details. In what way did the Beatles have this uh, tectonic, life-changing, continent-moving uh, effect on you? Are you talking to me, Robbie? Yes. In e- oh, in East Amherst. Okay. Um, you know, I'll tell you, their music is relatable, Tom. You know, I think everybody can relate to it. And even especially the music, like, early on. I feel like it was just good music. It was relatable. And their call, like, for peace and love, it, that is something that everybody can relate to. And, and so – to be impacted by their music through generations, um, you know, from my generation to the next generation of the next to my kids. I don't know anyone that doesn't love Beatles songs. I'm sure there's people out there, but when I play Beatle music, no matter who I'm with, whether it's in the gym or whether it's in my car or whatever, people like it. And so I, I think it's because it's relatable and it's good music. Now, uh, you, you said, I believe you said the earlier Beatles. Um, was there a time when the Beatles lost you? Because, I mean, we all, I mean, we, I think we all have a favorite era of the Beatles. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I like the later stuff, to be very frank. I like the later stuff. The, the early stuff, eh, kind of bubblegummy for me. But the later stuff, yeah, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, I don't know, from Sergeant Pepper, maybe on. It wasn't my favorite, but I still, still loved everything Beatles. I mean, you know like we were talking about earlier in my life, a hard day's night, let it be yesterday. She loves you something. And I love her. All you need is love. Everyone knows those songs and everyone can relate to them. I think so that's, I, I just, I just love them. I mean, they impacted me. They impacted a lot of people and they were for peace and love. Uh, well, they were for peace and love. If you take John Lennon's bar fights out of it, I, mean, I don't I know anything and, about that. Yeah, I think he and Harry Nilsson got into a brawl one night out in California. Might have been New York. I don't know, but uh, you know, John John Lennon. I I've always thought he was a bit of a hypocrite, uh, much to the uh, chagrin of one of our listeners who patterns himself after John Lennon. But uh, I always thought he was a bit hypocritical. Uh, on that front, uh, imagine no possessions as I drive in my Rolls Royce and live in the Dakota apartment building. Should have been in a cardboard box under a bridge if you really wanted to live that credo. Um, anyway, oh, uh, 
thank you very much. I uh, appreciate the uh, appreciate hearing from you. So the uh, the Beatles' final song has been released, and uh, I know you guys like talking about music. And just seriously, uh, do you? Uh, this is kind of a, uh, uh, the simplest question I can come up with here is, you know, do you like or dislike the Beatles? Do you love the Beatles on a scale of zero to ten? Where are the Beatles in your musical hierarchy? Now, you might very well in in back in the day and maybe even today, uh, you may very well prefer the Rolling Stones. Hey, some people preferred the Dave Clark Five. Um, I mean, there's all the talk about the rivalry between the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and uh, the Beach Boys and Pet Sounds versus Sgt. Pepper. But early on, the Beatles uh, had some stiff competition from the DC Five, the Dave Clark Five, Glad All Over, stuff like that. Um, so uh, I'm kind of curious where you are on the Beatles. Have the Beatles outlived their relevance or are they going to be relevant as long as people are learning and playing music? Did, did you, do you remember the first time, uh, and, and I'm presuming for most of you, it was not the Ed Sullivan show. Uh, the first time you actually got exposed to the Beatles music. And actually this brings back a memory for me because although the first time I said, Wow, this is amazing, uh, was the first time I heard Love Me Do played very loud. But years before that, whenever it first came out, uh, I would play in my brother's record player upstairs, uh, Yellow Submarine, over and over and over and over again, along with, you'll be happy to know, the Rolling Stones' Satisfaction. I don't know how those two got together. And uh, Donovan, um, Mellow Yellow. I, those were like the three go-to songs over and over and over again. 803-0930, the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, the the Beatle that uh, um, I have developed uh, a tremendous appreciation for, uh, and he's no longer with us, is is George Harrison. And that's not to demean Ringo Starr or Paul Harris, uh, Paul McCartney, but uh, George Harrison, um, I, I really like a lot of the stuff he did, late Beatles and in his solo career. Let's go to uh, John on a cell phone. John, you are on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. I was just going to say a couple things. Number one, George Harrison uh, – and Paul McCartney are my favorite Beatles. And here, the, my most favorite album was uh, the album that George Harrison did with My Sweet Lord. That was phenomenal, as many of the Beatles albums were. The well, other that thing was, I wanted that was, to, a, that was a solo effort by George Harrison, and he actually was successfully sued, as you may know, uh, because they called it unconscious plagiarism from the song "He's So Fine." Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I knew that, and uh, I just love that album and love that song that that Harrison did by himself, I believe. Yes, that was a but, solo effort written by George Harrison, uh, and again, uh, he got sued, and uh, <laughs> he had to turn over. Yeah over a million dollars from My Sweet Lord to uh, uh, Bright Tunes Music. 
that is successfully yeah. litigated. And, and, and look, it's not unusual in the music. I mean, if you go back online, you can find that uh, Led Zeppelin was actually sued unsuccessfully for allegedly ripping off uh, Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, I, I had heard about that also. Tom, I was going to ask you, did you – I tuned in a little late, so you might have talked about this. Have you seen the, the recent movie called Yesterday? Uh, no, I have not. You've got you to see it. It's a hypothetical if um, – it's, it's hard to explain, but it's, it's in a situation where the, the world goes through this electric, electrical uh, storm. And it erases the memory about the Beatles throughout the world, except for one guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen the trailers for it. Honestly, it looks pretty stupid. I No disrespect to you, sir. Well, I've been called worse. Listen, but you gotta, I, I, you got to see the movie if you're a Beatles fan, because the music is outstanding and the plot is outstanding. No, I didn't. Uh, I did not say. I, I hold on, just for, I did not say you were stupid. I would never say that to somebody unless they really were stupid. I know. Uh, I, but I, but the, know the, the 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 movie sounds stupid. But then again, when I first heard the premise of Inglorious Bastards by Tarantino, I thought that sounded stupid too. And then I watched the movie and I said, "Damn good film." So maybe I'll uh, feel the same way about yesterday. Yeah, you got to check it out. It's it's. I've watched it about. <laughs> Ten times because the music is really outstanding. The plot is very good too. But anyway, check check it out. You, I think you'll you like it. Uh, uh, the other actually, the last thing I was gonna go ahead, go ahead. Oh, the last thing I was gonna talk about is uh, I had heard uh, just within the last year that John Lennon was a real political conservative, and I was just wondering, have you heard the same or something different? Um, just what I've read, uh, in John Lennon's own words, the Playboy interview he did in 1980 before his death, obviously, and, uh, his book, uh, which was published by Rolling Stone. Um, I don't know that I would call John Lennon conservative, um, uh, maybe a libertarian. Um, but then again, he also had some very, uh, left wing views as well. I, I have no idea as far as uh, John Lennon's politics uh, when he died. I'm pretty sure he didn't have a portrait of Winston Churchill in his apartment at the Dakota. Who who would have thought that in 2023 we're talking about the Beatles and it's not just like a fluff throwaway show. They just released their final single ever, allegedly, today. Um, and we've played samples of it uh, during the program. And uh, let's get back to uh, our caller pardon me, who is uh, John on a cell phone. John, you were going to make a point, and uh, we had to break, and I apologize for that, but uh, you may now make your point, sir. Yeah, a couple, some of the biggest tragedies in music had to be, of course, John Lennon being assassinated by Mark David Chapman, but the other uh, tragedy was when George Harrison got almost beaten to death, I think, with almost a crowbar at his home by some maniac. Uh, and I'll tell you, that's that's evidence that I know in England it's very difficult to get a, get a gun, but that's evidence where people need guns to protect themselves. George Harrison was almost beaten to death, and uh, I'm sure that he died at an early age, and it could have been caused in part 
by that trauma. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Uh, actually, George Harrison was attacked with uh, a knife. Um, and uh, I don't know what provisions George Harrison made to uh, hire a bodyguard. But uh, and I don't know if there are any bodyguards on duty. But uh, during that same basic time period, let's not forget, um, in addition to George Harrison having an intruder in his house who tried to kill him. First of all, the amazing thing to me is George Harrison was able to beat him off because George Harrison was a rather slight fellow. Um, and right. he, you know, probably wiry, uh, which makes him a little more difficult to tangle with, but he was able to, uh, diffuse the situation. But there was also a case in that same era where this jerk climbed into Buckingham Palace, one of the most secured buildings in the world and got into the queen's bedroom and had a private audience with the queen, Queen Elizabeth II, who maintained her composure and said uh, something to the effect of, I'll go get you some tea, and then immediately notified the bodyguards. I don't know how many heads rolled after that at Buckingham Palace, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, if you live in a country that has tough gun laws uh, and you've got the money, the idea is you hire a bodyguard who's licensed to carry a firearm. Because I assure you that you... The U.K. is not going to change its firearms policy anytime real soon. I'm surprised the, uh, the parliament didn't call it an insurrection like they did on January 6th. And that's right. when they uh, stormed right, Nancy got, Pelosi's uh, office. Okay, bye. Uh, sorry, can I start getting political? I, I, I'm not going there. I'm not going to allow myself to be uh, taken down that road. Sorry. 803, because the two are absolutely unrelated. An individual attacking an individual versus January 6th. Now, I have my thoughts on January 6th and what it was and what it wasn't, but to equate January 6th with an attack on George Harrison uh, or a guy who climbed into Buckingham Palace uh, and the Queen's bedroom, I think uh, we might as well be talking kumquats and apples, um, one of which I like. It's uh, 4.56 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.